Here comes Pro Wrestling's most exciting hour of podcasting, the fabulous 60-minute Never Open Podcast. King of Pro Wrestling, Tai Chi, come on down! You're the next contestant on the Never Open Podcast, end of year, star rating, top 10 list, best of 2023 spectacular. Doki and all of just five guys. Come on down. You're the next contestant on the Never Open Podcast. End of year star rating top 10 list. Best of 2023 spectacular. That son of a bitch, Katamaru. Come on down. You're the next contestant on the Never Open Podcast. End of year star rating top 10 list. Best of 2023 spectacular. Leo Rush, come on down! You're the next contestant on the Never Open Podcast. End of year, star rating, top 10 list. Oh, he's, he's gone. Gabe Kidd and Alex... Alex... And the Android, come on down! You're the next contestants on the Never Open Podcast. End of year, star rating, top 10 list. Best of 2023 spectacular. Okada's free agent rumors. Come on down. You're the next contestants on the Never Open Podcast. End of year star rating top 10 list. Best of 2023 spectacular. Naito and his friends. Come on down. You're the next contestants on the Never Open Podcast. End of year star rating top 10 list. Best of 2023 spectacular. Second floor, load-bearing skeletons, come on down! You're the next contestants on the Never Open Podcast. End of year, star rating, top 10 list, best of 2023, spectacular! So, Mr. Guy, everyone's That's come on down, and we're here. <laughs> we're ready. How you been, man? What'd you I'm think pretty of, good. Uh, of 2023? 2023 was a blast, you know, and we always love to start our, you know, end of year star rating, top 10 list, best of 2023 spectacular episode with a top 10 list, but this year we're not going to do that. We're backloading the top 10 list. So you have to kind of listen to it a little bit before you get to them. We're going to do, <laughs> star, we're going to do them in, the, in, in a different order this year. Uh, best of 2023 is going to come first. Star ratings will come after that in the top 10s list last. Spectacular is throughout. Yeah, that's true. And uh, I think what we ended up doing is uh, ranking every match from uh, worst good to most goodest. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll just, you know, quickly run through those in about, you know, three hours in about an hour's time. Yeah. My favorite um, category from last year was uh, the top five. We had, well, it was top five worst, um, like, yo sweatshirts is what it was. So that one was pretty yeah. good. I enjoyed that one quite a bit. <clears throat> yeah, his style didn't get any better this year. In fact, uh, he his style was, hmm, 
that thing that wrestler does seems to work very well with crowd. I will do that too. The denim. And uh, the double denim and the patch. No, it's not even double denim. There's so many patches on his denim jacket that it's like fucking in infinity denim. It's it's a, it's denim past tense. So like he denimed that thing. Yeah, he den- denimed the shit out of it, and mm-hmm. uh, it looks terrible. Uh, I, I don't like it. And then he's got his patchwork denim trunks too. So wow, real bad. You know, does he have worse gear than Yujiro? <laughs> we didn't we didn't make a list about that. You know, <clears throat> top worst gear. Um, but uh, Yujiro does make the list later. I'll spoil one thing. He makes the list of uh, you know top worst plastic jorts. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's been a good year for you, Juro, I'd actually say, despite the fact that his gear sucks. And even when <laughs> everyone in his group will change gears, you know, because it's like a tournament season or it's a big match or something. Now, leather vest, pimp cane, plastic jorts, boots. Yeah. No Peter. <clears throat> if it ain't broke, don't fix it, is, is Yujiro's saying. And What uh, if it's made yeah. of plastic and really gross? Then can you fix it? Crusty plastic. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is terrible. Well, <laughs> we began the year um, in a pretty spectacular way. In fact, we were kind of looking at January of last year and how insane it was. And it was like, you know, we like started the year off with Wrestle Kingdom. We had Gino Gambino on. We had Never Realm 17, New Japan versus Noah Wrestle Kingdom, New Beginning, Road to New Beginning, and motherfucking Robbie Eagles, all in the same month, Luke. That's crazy to me. This 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 is just like, hey, it's two two mates just uh, having a chin wag about wrestling. It's like, I think Gino's going to do the show. What? Holy fuck! And then, yay, Robbie as well. Oh man, that was that was a fucking. Uh, I was over the moon. I couldn't believe it. It's pretty because cool. I'm, I'm not. I think I've said it on the show before, but I'm not a schmoozer type. Like they're the they're the characters on the telly, you know. And I don't know. It's just I've got that degree of separation, so I'm not always I'm not that person that's to schmooze or be Mister DM Master or anything like that. So Mister Guy handled those, by the way. So he was he was absolutely tremendous in doing that. I did well with those two. Not a wrestler. I don't think I did so good. <laughs> So we'll probably never talk about that. Oh man. But that January was insane. And it's definitely in my top five months of 2023, which that list will be coming later in the show. Dude. And the great Muda, how great is he? Cause you know, some wrestlers who retire and some bands, I'm looking at you kiss. Are you retired yet? Or whatever, you know, or very funk, right? He'll have his retirements all spread out through the decades. Whereas the great Muda was like, why don't I just do all of my retirements in the span of like a month and a half? Get them all out of the way. We I've got to retire great Muda. Uh, now I've got to retire the great Muda. <laughs> now I've got to retire KG Muda. Now I've got to retire KG Muta. And he's going to go through every single fucking permutation there is of mixing up those names until he's like, uh... Can you retire now? Oh, just, just you know, yeah, but it was nice. Hey, it was good. At least there isn't a Keishan Muda 
you know? <laughs> it's just another Muda, but, you know. I remember I, seeing Kinshin Liger, and I was like, what the fuck? I had no idea this existed. And <laughs> I think we went on a, a bit of a dive about it at the time, but uh, that was cool. That was against Suzuki, if I remember correctly. Yeah, retirement match, you know? And uh, unfortunately, we did lose Terry Funk this year. You mentioned Terry Funk, and we had to, yeah. you know, uh, that is in – my top five worst wrestler deaths of the year. So just to let everybody know, but that list yeah. comes at the end of the episode. But that's very <laughs> sad that Terry Funk passed away. Well, it, it sucks that uh, also Jay Briscoe also joins that list. He was very young. That happened in January too. January was really crazy. <sighs> it was a crazy month for, for pro yeah. wrestling. You Both know, good and bad, yeah. Did you ever get to see Jay Briscoe live? Did you ever see an ROH show down there? I guess not, no, right? No, they never came down here, no. That's like, they might have come down for some indie shows or something like that, like Aussie, Aussie shows, because we, we'll get we'll get wrestlers coming down for Aussie shows all the time. But, uh, no, nah, I never saw I never saw him live. He, he was uh, champion, like, him and Jay Lethal were the two champions I saw the most. You know, there I saw, I saw fucking Thumb Guy, and I saw... <laughs> the the uh the creatine powder thief i saw him and you know and a few other champions dalton castle but like mostly it was jay briscoe um you know and jay lethal and jay briscoe would always like i i always preferred him as a tag guy but man i saw some awesome singles matches with him as well those guys never they have one speed and it's going hard as fuck and it's like man you know Dude. it's such a shame Speaking of that, so I'm watching this, you know, Continental Classic tournament on the A-Dubs, and I got to enjoy Mark Briscoe versus Jay White. And uh, Mark Briscoe, you, you, you say there's only one speed. Man, they just tossed each other around for like 15 minutes. I was very happy. It was, it was a good match. Jay won. It was even nice. better. Well, then there you go, you know. And that's uh, that's that was something. But you also went to two Tomashi shows this year, right, Luke? <clears throat> what – which Tamashi show rank? Well, we'll have to wait till the end, but you're going to have your top two Tamashi shows at the end of the episode. For yeah, me. that's right. Well, I like the one where I got to see uh, Kyle Fletcher and Robbie Eagles, but uh, no offense to Kyle Fletcher, but uh, seeing Robbie Eagles versus Shingo at the other Tamashi show was fucking insane. That was a great match. So yeah, that was that. That was that. Hear more uh, at the end of the show with uh, my top two. Tamashi matches <laughs> I've watched featuring Robbie, Robbie Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I mean, you know, those were fun. It's always good to kind of get that because I like, I kind of like the other, like to hear your thoughts about something like that, you know, where it's like, you know, you and, and uh, Charity were on those episodes. And I love that. That makes, I loved hearing the different, you know, you, you guys go to see the show and then you're talking about it after the show. That's always the freshest time to talk about it. Anyone who came up with that idea is really smart and would, you know, yeah. is really good at doing that. That's a great idea. But at the same time, I just love hearing that perspective when you're still kind of got that wrestling in your, you know, in you a little bit and you want to talk about it. Man, so it's such a better perspective, in my opinion. You know, there's been many a show of New Japan where. Holy fuck! I need to talk about wrestling right now. And he's like, "I'm off to work. Bye." Fuck. Uh, hey, Charity. Oh my god! Look what happened with her. And she's asleep. God. Fuck. And yeah, 
So I, I yeah, it, it's 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 annoying sometimes. But you know, I have woken charity up sometimes with some finishes. Like <laughs> I have just like oh my god, just marking out or something like that. That son of a bitch Kanemaru, I think woke up charity. I think one night. I mean. You know, that's going to happen. You get it. What's the, yeah. the joke now? You know, it's like, that hey, wake up, wake up, babe. The new Just Five guy has dropped. You know, I mean, that's that's the joke now, right? So. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, they'll get one and it's Ed Begley Jr. as well. Oh. So, you know, because he was one of the drummers of uh, Spinal Tap. That, that's true. That, he, that was. Me. he was. He yeah. was. Give me some money. Hmm? Did you hear, Luke, that they are actually making another Spinal Tap movie? And the idea is going to follow Spinal Tap on their, like, 40 or 50th anniversary tour. That's going to happen. It'll be, like, on Paramount Plus or some shit, you know? I'm both excited and absolutely fucking terrified yeah. of the prospect of another Spinal Tap film. Because <laughs> uh, I, I love the original so much. But uh, it... <clears throat> I know DVDs aren't popular anymore, but uh, if anyone out there gets the DVD of the Spinal Taps, put the commentary on after you've seen the movie. Uh, uh, Harry Shearer, Mike McKean, and Christopher Guest all do the commentary in character as, uh, uh, you know, Derek Smalls, Nigel Tufnell, and uh, Saint... Uh, and Mike McKean. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Someone's just like, what? You don't remember Saint... I don't remember their ah. fucking names. I remember Nigel because I always tweet a picture of him, you know, uh, every once in a while just to remind people that Nido looks just like him, you know. <laughs> we got Derek Smalls, you know, because that's Harry Shearer and uh, he sticks the roll of dimes down his, down his trunks to make it look like him. Oh, a cucumber wrapped in foil. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he dresses like that wrestler from Noah, you know. <laughs> it's great. I can't remember that guy's name. Oh my god! Now I want to see that guy in an elimination chamber match, and he gets stuck in the cage, and he can't get out. <laughs> I love that bit where they're all getting out of their things to play their instruments, and he has to play the whole bass in the pod. Oh my god! It's funny. Stay tuned for my favorite uh, top ten Spinal Tap moments at the at the end, at the end of the show for sure. Yeah. Well, actually, it's top eleven. Oh oh. Uh, mm -hmm. oh. You know. It's got to yep. be 11, right? Oh, so funny. Yeah, so this year's been bonkers. We did all that. We did all the tournaments and everything. We released like 100 episodes or some crazy shit. I don't fucking know. A bunch of episodes. I'm thinking it's like 62, so I think it actually is how many we've had. So we're, we're like on episode 220 or something. I mean, we got to get all these milestones out of the way, you know? We got like <laughs> We haven't celebrated a single one. You might mention me. I think when we hit 50, I didn't find out until we hit like episode 60 something because uh, <laughs> uh, I, I didn't count. And uh, you told me where we I remember we hit 100 and I didn't I don't think I remember that until after we hit it either. And then no, uh, we, we, don't, we actually we barely even mentioned it. 200. Yeah, well, 200. We were planning something big, but I botched it. So <laughs> it's going to happen. Something big, big guess for the for the you know podcast, but I, I, I sometimes our silly little plans just get botched and <laughs> never happen, and then other times, uh, come on down. <laughs> 
that's tremendous. I love it. He was like, Andy, Mr. Guy was like director extraordinaire. I, I started and he's like, no, no, no. Listen to the guy's cadence. I'm like, all right, all right, cool. Come on down. No, and then WNBC. So it was, uh, it was good. You mean when we recorded the intro to the show? That's what you're talking about, right? Yes. I am, yes. Yes. That was fun. I am am sitting in a director's chair, and I was using one of those clacker things, you know, the whatever, the the slate. I was using that. I'm wearing a beret, and I'm smoking a cigarette. So, Raspberry beret. (laughs) Is that the song? That's a good song. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. That's a different Prince song, right? Isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, I don't... I'm doing Doves Cry for some reason. Yeah, what, Raspberry Beret is someone out there. There's a Prince song about berets and f- fucking berry fruits, right? <laughs> I like Prince, but I, I'm like not a, like a mega fan or anything. I don't know the names of any of his songs, man. But I've heard really. Uh, 1999. Awesome. I mean, uh, I I like. Yeah, I know the name of some of the songs. By the way, Cream, that song's tremendous, but scandalous. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like, scandalous. <laughs> I like that. that uh, Luke, that was when he was with the new power generation. Oh, we don't want that old power generation. No, that's like, they fucking suck. You know, what do you think, Luke? How do you think the dads have progressed this year? Let's talk about the dads because. I feel like the role of the dads has kind of diminished this year a little bit. What do you think? I feel like it has for like all of the dads, maybe except one, which is funny because like the other the other major dad who this major is like dad. <clears throat> major dad, that show, that yes, sir, major dad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember <laughs> that the dude with the the thing, bald head. I've seen him. Usually he plays bad guys in movies or something. Yeah, yeah. Like he's the, always, the he corrupt was, general or something. He was fucking George Hurst on Deadwood. Mother oh, that's right. But, uh, oh, yeah. So this was like the first year, at least it felt like the first year to me of like Suzuki taking a bit of a backseat. Yes. You know, true. being of, of moving into daddom, as it were, fatherdom, fatherhood <laughs> <laughs> of New Japan, uh, even though we had like a, a title, you know, a bit uh, strong style and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, you still... Man, so Watto had the stank belt, wasn't he with them? No, Ren Narita and and okay, it was Ren Narita. They gave Ren Narita the stank belt for his first championship. I mean, you can at least say he's been a champion before Yoda Suji before, but all of them. But he's most boring. But guess what? The first championship they gave Yoshihashi was. (laughs) <laughs> the stank belts, Luke. Come on, that's shitty. That's right, dear listeners. We haven't warmed 100% to Renneridi yet, but uh, I think I'm. Uh, it's weird. Everyone's probably gone off the Renneridi train now that he's joined House of Torture, and I'm just like, hook that shit up to my veins. Look at him doing diva moves. That's gonna piss people off. Yeah. Yes, diva moves is awesome. I hope he starts <laughs> doing the like the spring, move, springboard back elbow in the corner. You know, that'd be awesome. You know, maybe we can get him to do uh, the code red. That'd be awesome because that move Fucking looks tremendous, and it's the opposite of anything he's ever done. I would love time it. for the Bronco Buster and stuff too. Like, bring yeah, it all man. out, man. Let's get it. You know, I don't even like it. Like, he doesn't have a spectacularly like big ass or anything like that. Like, it's I guess normal dude ass, but he should just do the Rikishi butt thing as well. well just like 
Well, Everyone wants him to be strong style. Watch me just do all this kind of crazy house. Mm-hmm. Watch. He has to wait. Got to wait for Taguchi to retire, and then you can start doing the butt stuff. You know. Yeah. Which, by the way, so you know, other than Tiger Mask, are there any other dad juniors? Because I feel like that that's why Tiger Mask gets destroyed all the time. Is because there's only one dad junior, and Taguchi isn't there yet. Taguchi is right behind Suzuki too. <laughs> Like he's not yeah. quite there yet, you know. He's yeah. like he's like not even moving into daddom, but he's almost to the daddom move, you know. That's right. When uh, when Liger retired, Tiger Mask became the only dad junior. But I would <laughs> I would say in terms of the, all the dads maybe not getting as much time, Kojima's had a fucking awesome year, hasn't he? Of course. Everywhere though, like. Hey, uh, I'm near. I'm um, I'm in America. Oh, look, he's on AEW. He's on absolutely fucking everything. He's getting bread thrown at him because he's so awesome. <laughs> he's, so he's just uh, gonna turn up at a random All Japan show. Oh, now here he is at Pro Wrestling Noah. Oh, he, yeah, here he is in New Japan, just uh, caving in a young lion's face once again with his fucking lariat. Hey, then, here he is elbowing CM Punk in the dick on national oh. television in front of the world. We will always have that, <laughs> won't we? Greatest CM Punk moment in AEW was getting elbowed in the dick by fucking Satoshi Kojima. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming for you, bastard, and I'm talking to your dick. Fuck, it was awesome. <sighs> yeah, it has become, in hindsight, one of the greatest spots of the year, hasn't it? <laughs> For us, yes, we love it. So, um, well, Luke, what was uh, what are your thoughts on the Young Lions this year? They have all advanced quite a bit. I feel like that you know at the beginning of the year, Broken Arm Young, Broken Arm Young Lion was simply Broken Arm Young Lion, and now he's you know Nakashima, and he's best friends with Oscar Lueb, and they're fucking shit up, man. I like it. Young Lion Bros, I like it, and it's always funny to me when they're. They're tagging with either a, 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 a roster guy or a Bolton Oleg. They'll be like, yeah, whatever. Uh, we're just going to do our tag team moves. You just stand the fuck over there. Go over there. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're trying to become bros over here. Fucking slam and all this kind of stuff. I, I love I, I love that. I don't th- I, Since we've started watching New Japan, I don't think I've seen that dynamic between two young lions. Usually it's just like, I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going to fuck you up. And then they grab each other and it's a draw. You know, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like I'm, I'm sure that if it's Yudo Nakashima versus Oscar Loeb, they're going to fucking go. But hey, they've realized they maybe we're better here as a team. I like it. It's pretty cool. It's, it's adorable. So, uh, you know, yeah. We've got Fujita has, you know, gone on to do great things inside and outside the company. He still looks awesome. He's picked up a bunch of new moves that'll like, you know, propel him through his next chapter. And it's been nice to see all the young lions that have returned from excursion because like- we got all of them back. And that oh, yeah. it's been a fun. That's all happened this year, you know. I like I like that uh, the the moment where you're like, fuck Random Reader is boring as hell. All right, let's put him in the house of torture. They need to mix that up, but they've managed to place all the other returning young lions from this year into pretty decent positions. So Yuya, I think it's temporary for house of, for house for just five guys for him there, but still that's a pretty good start for him. He's with the champ. He's with the Taichi. 
and come on, man, you're chilling out with Doki. You have to get a good giggle every time you hand him a drink, and now he's got to figure out how to fucking... Because uh, everybody else's mask is just like the mouth that's open. Like, he's at his mask? Mm-mm. So uh, that's... You that's know when the fun. waitress hands him a beer, too. Like, Doki, Doki here's your drink, and he, he gets it, and he goes, yeah. You know. There's these villains in Doctor Who, right? They're called the Weeping Angels, and what they do is, like, they don't move when you look at them. But if you blink or turn your head, like there's there's fucking moved oh, shit. To Boo it. Ridley, like Boo Ridley yeah. from uh, from Mario, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Like from Mario. You never seen so, that? They're they're enemies in in the Mario game. When you look at them, they don't move, and when you turn your back, they chase you. Ah. It's, it's well, a great great bad guy. I was gonna say that's like Doki and drinks. You, you'll have him see him with the drink, and then you turn your back, and you're there. It's half it's half ah. full. You know, it's all that kind of okay. stuff. So he's, he's he's working it out. He's like Toy Story, but with like drinking alcohol. You don't see him do it, but like as soon as you, he's half cut. You know, he's done it. Not sure why that's like Toy Story, but it does. You know, explain... well, like Toy Story, the toys only move when the adults aren't around. Oh, okay. All I, the kids. I watched that first one like one time. I don't give a fuck about Toy Story, but I know everybody loves it. Um, but yes, and maybe explains Doki's ninja outfit that he's often seen wearing. Just saying. Hey, he needs that ninja outfit so he can creep on Tai Chi when he's going out on dates. But uh, uh, Yoda Suji, uh, he had a bit of a rocky start, not in terms of his in-ring talent. Like he came, I feel like he came fully formed, but the booking was just like, uh, yeah, you're wrestling the champ. Well, yeah, he's not going to win that right away. He jobbed him out straight away, and then he, then his G one was a little rocky with wins and losses. But I don't know. It, he seems to have come out in a good in a good spot now. I'd say. I feel like that he's one of those guys that really like wins and losses aren't going to matter much with him because because he's Naito's friend first of all, yeah, and second of all because he's got that kind of like you hit me and I smile kind of thing. Like 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 anything that like he's got a great character because anything that happens to him he can just smile. You know what I mean? It'd be like <laughs> I'm right. insane, and it's like okay, this guy doesn't give a fuck. You know, he opened. You know, the year with the story with, with Sonata, there was no preview tags last year, if you remember. You sure. know, and so for, for you know his match, and so he only had seen one of Suji's moves and it was the spear. And so like Sonata had tried to like, I'm gonna do some of my shit and he gets some of it in, but all of a sudden, bam, he gets hit with the spear. And that was Suji's big thing when he came in. Kind of like when Akira came in, he's like, I'm going to use a lighter every time I come in. And it like didn't light once. And they were like, eh, get that shit out of here. So Suji came in with the spear. And that was like his big thing. Now it's just one of his moves. I like how that happens. I like that. Yeah. No. <clears throat> and and his moveset's so fucking unique as well. Like, I like, like, that's that crazy shit he does where, oh, you think he's trapped in the corner, but next now he, he's lifted his knees up, he's trapped your head, and boom, some kind of, like, stompy stomp, yeah. move thing, just like that. And just the way he strings kind of multiple moves together is very unique. Like, it, 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 he's got his own style. It's fantastic. So he's great. Uh, Shooter is awesome, especially if I haven't watched live because he saves me about 20 minutes because I can just get to <laughs> the end of his entrance. And all that. <laughs> sure. I like him, but he needs to decide what he is. Uh, it, in terms, like I know, 
you see someone like Ibushi and, you, you know, generally, all right, he's a face. Ah, oh, he's murder Ibushi now. Yeah, and, I, and you get some of that with Shooter, but in terms of like, all right, you've got ties with the Blackpool Combat Club, but you and you come out in the crowd and stuff, but you're super facey and you give things to children and stuff. So what are you? Are you this badass motherfucker that no one should mess with? Or are you like... Hey, here's the here's my glasses, kid. Like here's my bangles and glow sticks and shit. Like, what is that? I think I feel like he's 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 like Spock. He's got his thing in two worlds and he needs to bloody choose one. Oh my god, you're right, you're right. You know, I mean he probably you think he has to pring? A to pring. <laughs> I don't know, you know. I mean what I, I you know, anyway, to pring or nurse chapel, you know, either way you're 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 doing great. But um I think that he's had a great year. You know, I really, I mean, to me, his match versus Zack Sabre Jr. is the best match he's had this year. I know he yeah, had great. an awesome match with Will Ospreay and various others. and uh, But I really like that one the most because it made the most sense. And Zack Sabre Jr. did so much work to get that st- story going. I, it was just fantastic. But I feel like that he is, like in Japan, he's just the faciest face that ever faced a face. But here's the thing. Usually I hate that. Like, usually I can't stand that. Like, somebody that's just a, a fucking straight-up baby face that's, like, pure as the driven snow, I don't like that. And to me, that I find that boring. But he's not boring. Mm. He's not no. boring at all, you know? And I think he has had tremendous people he's feuded with that have helped him with that. And I think that when his opponents call him out for what he is, I like that, too, because it means they'll have to change. And that's something that we just talked about with Suji. He came in with the spear facing the champ. Now he's different. You know, Shota came in just being pure babyface. Now we know he's got that other level, but also oh, yeah. we know that there's motivation behind what he's doing. He's going out there to like fight for those people in the crowd. He's fighting for them. You know, he's a warrior for their like, you know, fandom. And so like that's pretty cool, man. You know? Speaking, you've just mentioned his name. Be remiss if we didn't mention uh, Zack Sabre Jr. What a freaking year. He's, <laughs> held, he's held that title all year as well. Uh, I, feel, I feel like the only time I would have maybe have decided, oh, maybe I would have swapped it there, was that second Cobb match, maybe. But, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. you know, Cobb was Cobb's there to make everyone else look great, and he does a great job at it. So, you know. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, he is like that, isn't he? But I don't know. I, they keep him a threat in New Japan anyway, so that's always a good thing. Even if uh, he's not the most winningest in the, the big major important matches, it doesn't hey, matter. What would you think of a feud with him for the King of Pro Wrestling title next year? I'd like to see him. Like, could you imagine some of the fun, like, gimmick matches with Jeff Cobb involved? He'd be all in for that. I think that would be a great a great move for him next year to kind of do some stuff like that. Also, I mean, you know, who knows? I mean, we'll see. It's the Ace versus Zack Sabre Jr. You know, at Wrestle Kingdom, we'll see if that's what happens. I don't know. You know, maybe they'll take the belt off Zack. But I'd like to see in 2024, I'd like to see some more stuff done with Cobb because he's been tremendous. And like Chase Owens and like Zack Sabre Jr., he's been there. You know, so I know he's come home a bunch, but at the same time, he's been there. And so eventually yeah. you get rewarded for that. So, except for maybe catch 2 2 and, and Osprey, 
I feel like I've enjoyed a lot of what I've seen of the all the other Empire dudes, but I'm I'm left in a state of like, oh come on, let's do something with these guys. Let's let's go. And it seems to be common with some I mean, of these Empire guys. Poor Hanare, right? I mean, he had a tremendous year going after the King of Pro Wrestling title for Shingo, right? And uh, they had some cool matches. That was awesome. He had his strong title match versus Eddie Kingston. He had a strong G1 as far as the word and the adjective strong, not the word that means the title strong. Um, but <laughs> then he went after the strong title, but that's now part of a triple like triple crown. And yeah. But anyway, um, he had a great year, man. I think he had a coming out year with his character as a human being, as uh, yeah, you know, with everything. So I think that's been a big year for him. And it's so fun. I always say the ultimate fan experience is, is being with a wrestler through change, you know, watching them through their changes and seeing where they came from. Then you see that move and you go, oh, I know where that comes from. That's from that yeah. third, third match with Shingo where he did this. And now that, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's that cool shit that New Japan loves to do and I love to watch Part of me wishes that we were seeing some maybe like Shingo Hanare. See, that's just me again. Shingo, you could be wrestling anyone. Or anything. Or anything. Which is what Charity's remark to me was when uh, I said Yoshihashi and Goto are so lazy. They just decided to choose uh, El Fantasma and Hikaleo again as their wrestle kingdom thing and she's like but they could have chosen anyone or anything yeah it's true she's mm -hmm. right and that was actually in my list of top five charity mentions on the podcast <laughs> so that you'll hear that at the end of the episode of course you know you gotta wait That's for right. the top 10 list you know but uh i think I wonder, it was a do you have a top five uh luke goes sasha banks money no no um no, I do, have, I do. You do. Okay. Well, then, you know, God damn it. Okay. Well, this is going to be an edited episode. It's not live yeah. to tape, like our usual I'm stuff. So, but I can, I can put that in. So that's <laughs> you got it, buddy. You know, um, Wait. yeah, man. Well, I think this year was a tremendous year, a big year for the podcast growing, you know, and a big year for us with content. I think we had some awesome content. You know, people listen to our show, a lot of people don't. And that's fine with me because I think one of the things that's just come out even more this year is that our show has its own personality. And if you don't, if that's not, everyone's going to like that and we don't care. You know <laughs> what I mean? So Yeah. We just kind of want to hang out and talk about wrestling and stuff. So yeah. or and Star Trek or <laughs> I mean, yeah. what was your favorite Yellowstone episode, Luke? I mean, I know you have top 10 murderers at Yellowstone. That list, we both made that list. But, like, uh, what was your favorite Yellowstone okay. moment of the year? Oh, uh, well, considering I've watched, like, all the episodes this year. Mm -hmm. uh, dude, it, it's – it's uh, what's his face? Uh, Rip. Casey? Rick. It's, it, Rip. It's Rip. It's Rip, right? So, mm -hmm. like – uh, the daughter Beth, she has this fucking office, and there's these kind of supposed to be these unbreakable kind of like glass wall petitions. And the next day, she's got she's got construction workers and repair dudes coming over to fix these, and she, and he's like, "How the fuck did this happen? Unless it's like an explosion, like nothing could be able to break these." And then like you you remember like what happened, 
and I ripped his fucking rock bottom some prick through one of them <laughs> like it was nothing. It was I was like, holy shit. And then I think my my absolute favorite part of Yellow Murders at the at at the moment from where I stand is when all those bad guys attack the the farm and all the farm like branded people are like fucking whooping their asses and stuff. It, it's yeah. great. I love it. We won't mention what they did to those guys. <laughs> so we will not. Oh my god! They did the yeah. murder on them big time. Yeah, but the way they did it. Oh my god! Yeah. So, uh, it, it is a, a move, a move that's banned in pro wrestling. So, um, <laughs> so anyway, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think my favorite moment on that show will always be John Dutton under a tree. You know, he's got his son. His son's dead body. You know, his son Luke. You know that one that they always oh, remember, yeah. that guy. And uh and he's got he even son. got my name and I don't remember who the fuck he is. <laughs> he's cradling son his son Luke's body and he looks over and a horse goes <laughs> and a bird goes tweet tweet tweet. Oh my god. And John Dunn looks he looks at the bird and goes, Yeah. Yeah. You're right, bird. And then he, uh, and that's it. He talks to a fucking bird at the end of the first ep- uh, first season, Luke. He talks to a bird. <laughs> Why? Fucking show starts. The whole show starts with him <laughs> shooting the fucking horse in the face. Yeah, but it's a mercy killing, Luke. And only John Dutton is strong enough to do that. <laughs> so shitty. So shitty. Yeah. Uh, man. What a ride that show's been too. Yeah. I held off on that because I'm just like, I don't want to see fucking cowboys doing like farming and shit. Like, why would I watch that? Yeah. But too many people were just like, Are you serious? You gotta check this shit out. It's crazy. Yeah. We me and my buddy Dean were talking to uh someone about it and they were like, Oh, is that show good? And we're both we both at the same time said, No. <laughs> It was so funny because we had talked about we're like this happens that happens like oh that show sounds pretty good and we're like oh no 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 it's not good you know <laughs> and my buddy Dean's like but you won't be able to stop watching it that's <laughs> kind of it's the, crack TV it's yeah, crack that's TV the way it is it's so bad you have to keep watching it, so. it's the good kind of bad and it's got great characters too so like I don't know Rip is the man he's the manliest man who ever manned I've already said that Luke will you ever. Get back to finish Highlander the series. Yeah, I think it will. Uh, it's it's been on my mind lately, so like I, I need to see how it ends. And there's been like all this Highlander stuff going around with like yeah. Henry Cavill, who Superman. He's gonna yeah, be, he's going to be and uh... do all the franchises. And uh, I'm just waiting for them to announce the next James Bond. And it's like it's Henry Cavill. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake! But, hey, but they're going to announce the next new Doctor Who, and it's Henry Cavill. Oh, it's Henry Cavill. Sake. But every project he signed off as he signed on as executive producer and has creative control. And you're like, okay, but like, don't quit right in the middle of it again. So. <laughs> don't Leo rush this. Yeah, don't leave a rush. Good call. Where we do our, uh, what is it called again? Oh, yeah. The Never Room Podcast. End of year star rating top 10 list. Best of 2023. Spectacular. And stuff. Come on down. Come on down. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hello, everyone.
Oh, this is date November 1st, 2022. Hello, everyone. My secret pleasure on week on weekends when I don't have to. I'm going to start again. My secret pleasure on weekends when I don't have any matches is going to the sauna. The sauna I often go to is equipped with a barbershop. So first I have a proper shave and it makes it all the more blissful to hit the sauna afterwards. I left my house before 10 a.m. to get there right as it opens. Getting a shave here is very comfortable. I hear that the number of people who use barbershops is decreasing year by year, but I highly recommend that you try getting a real shave. You can also get a shave if you are a woman as well. (laughs) He's like, he's like, why don't you get a real shave, you piece of shit? And if you're a woman, you do that too. That's what he's, I mean, damn. I finished getting a shave, which was as comfortable as always, took off my clothes and got in the bath. My body warmed up a little and I entered the sauna. Inside, several old men were already inside the sauna. Oh, no. The same, the scene was the same as usual. Everyone was enjoying the scorching sauna in silence. About 10 minutes passed. I am one of those people who stays in the sauna for quite a long time. The man sitting diagonally in front of me on the top row made no effort to leave the sauna. He's so strong, I can't lose. (laughs) I was feeling a strange sense of rivalry with this old man. After a while, he began to sway unsteadily and then started to fall limp behind me. I quickly asked him, are you all right? I called out to him. There was no reply. His body was very hot and his hand was twitching. Oh, no. So I asked someone else to hold the door open. And one naked old man took another naked old man out of the sauna <laughs> like a groom with his bride. I cooled down with a wet towel and immediately shouted for the staff to call ambulance. I like that he used the towel first. The staff come right. The staff came right away. But then two female staff members appeared with stretches. The room was in chaos. Everyone is so frantic about what was going on that they don't even care that the two of us are completely naked. A female (laughs) employee tries to put the naked man on the stretcher. But then I stepped in and did it myself. I held out my hand and I told them I would do it. Now everyone has calmed down. Now everything has calmed down. The female employee must have looked confused to be bossed around by a naked old man. (laughs) Her face looked so confused. By the time the paramedics arrived, I was a lot more clear-headed. And I was relieved to hear that the other man was conscious and that he knew my contact information and home address. What? He had been in the sauna for more than 15 minutes by the time I entered the sauna. I'm really glad that it did not turn out to be a serious accident. One wrong move in the sauna can lead to a serious accident. Please be careful not to overdo it. It was the first time for me to have such an experience, but I thought I should learn some proper first aid. Finn. Finn. He wrote Finn. Okay, so let me get this straight. So Kata loves to shave at this one place, right? But when he gets done shaving, and if you don't get a shave like a real one, you're a piece of shit, even if you're a woman. And so you go to this place, he's so comfortable, he gets in this vibe in the sauna, 
and starts to have a stare down with a naked old man. And they're basically saying, who's going to stay in here the longest, right? And this is the man that he's challenged silently to this this duel of, of, you know, heat uh, fortitude. And fucking the guy has like a, you know, a, a, a... experience you know he has some kind of uh you know cardiac event or something like that in the middle of the sauna and okada or uh goda is worried about how you know he's naked that's what he's all worried about he and and he needs to cool off with a towel <laughs> he, he cooled off with guy. the towel before he said call an ambulance by the way wow <clears throat> oh, he could have killed God. that guy that was all right that's so, a really really good wrestler diary Nothing about wrestling, though. Not one That's bit. my favorite one so far, and it has even <laughs> less to do with wrestling than Yo's and Yoshihashi's. In fact, I don't. he doesn't use the word wrestle or wrestling in this at all, <laughs> but he does use the word matches once. Ooh, yeah. So, yeah, look, I, I wasn't even going to mention that, like, I've seen, like, Seven episodes now of, of Picard. Oh or yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, it's awesome. Like. Uh, right. <laughs> it's a great show. What I happened? sit there watching it, mad that it's the final season because I'm like, dude, you guys should have led with this. What the fuck? <laughs> How? How did they screw this up? I don't understand. Well, now I we know now, but I mean, it's all Patrick Stewart's fault. But it's like. No, no enterprise and no uniforms, he said. Okay, buddy. So guess what's going on in the last season? You know? Hey, um, you. hey Patrick, so. you do realize that your character was a uh, ranking officer in a military organization, right. right? Come on. Like really okay. good. Like we watched four episodes in a row. Like, like yeah. Right. I told you. <laughs> Fucking you did, told yeah. you. It's, it's really good. It's not just like, oh, this is decent star trek no this is a fantastic <laughs> show and like yeah. i got i gotta say i think the weakest part is the son you know i just he's not part of the old crew so i don't really give a fuck about him however you know it allows picard to do shit that we've never seen before and it allows other characters to kind of act differently than we've seen them in the past like the, yep. the relationship between Riker and Picard is like the coolest part of the whole it, show. So. It's so good. I was, I was, I'm watching it thinking like, Charity, there's got to be more to this Captain Douchebag because he's, he's like the only cliched character in the whole series so far. There must be more to this guy than just I'm an asshole. And then you find out that oh shit, he was at Wolf Three Five Nine. I was like, fuck, man, this shows really, and he's changing things and awesome. shit. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I went from being like, this guy's a total douchebag to episode four he's, going like, actually, I like him. He's the, I, I really he's the like best. Him. He's like one of the best characters in the show. Why couldn't Jack be as cool as he is? For everyone who, anyone who's listened to me read this individual's diary entries out before, because uh, it's a Roki Goto, everyone. Oh. <laughs> This has been, been very good, though, in the past, so we'll see. Oh, I'm not... I wasn't being sarcastic. Like, no, <laughs> I would do this. Like, come on, man. Like, this guy, everyone, Hiroki Goto, so far, is the undisputed king of uh, Wrestler Diaries, with, believe it or not, maybe Yo and Yoshihashi, for different reasons, not far behind him. Camar. So... You know, don't be, don't 
Don't be Kamamaru, you know. But uh, yes, there's been some fantastic ones from Kodo. So don't just, you know, don't be like me. You know, you definitely want to listen to what we have coming up here. Don't be like me and 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 just shun everything Kodo. This is one thing you need to accept. That's right. You can put pen to paper, that's for sure. Or fingers to keyboard. It is dated September 19th, 2023. And here we go. Hello, everyone. What the what? fuck? Son of a bitch. Ah, that's how we started. Hello, everyone. What exclamation mark? Excla- oh, my God. The new tour has started, and I'm finally back to wrestling. Yoshihashi and I want to gain momentum for the Tag League, which will start soon. With the battleground moved to Q- Kyushu, it looks like the wait is finally over for us to have a title match. In the midst of all this fighting and wrestling, I'm actually concerned about my daughter's back at home. She started middle school, and between you and me, she's a bit of a rebel. It's it's good that she's... I'm not going to make fun of that. Like I, I'm not a total art monster. It, it's good that she's not yet riding off... I'll start again. She started middle school, and between you and me, she's a bit of a rebel. It's good that she's not yet riding off on stolen motorbikes. Or going around breaking windows of school buildings at night. But please, stop ignoring your dad! (laughs) I don't want to be a grown-up who has to shout at her to study harder! At least, that was how I felt back in junior high school. But as time went by, I realised that I had turned into the very thing I hated. But my (laughs) eldest daughter is a no-nonsense person like me, so even if I said it to her, it wouldn't resonate with her. reflects yeah. his wrestling career quite a bit. <laughs> you know? It really does. Can't win the oh big one, you know? <laughs> it's, not, it's not so much about what I want to do, but more about what I have. If you can discover what you want to do early enough and push forward with it hard enough like I did, there will be no adults scolding you. The other day, my eldest daughter had a chance to dance on the big stage of Yokohama Arena with the dance school she attends. It seems to have developed it seems to have developed a desire to be the main dancer in the idol group. If I recall, I myself was impressed by Ricky Choshu's sharpness when I was in the second year of junior high school. What? And from that moment on, I wanted to become a professional wrestler. I spent every day of my life with the determination that no matter how hard I had to train, even if I could die from this, then I would be happy. My parents watched from the sidelines without saying a word, not saying anything was the biggest encouragement for me. Jesus. I'm still, yeah, right. Calm down, Goto. Relax. This is a, a diary entry. You're writing to yourself. Sort of, Mike, Goto, look, I know you looking back on this, you're kind of okay with your parents being like ignoring you and shit, but I don't know. I'm kind of happy that all the things that I attempted in my life, my parents were like, fuck you, man, knock yourself out. You could be good at it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But anyway, his parents shunned him and uh, he was happy about it because I'm still in the middle of living my dream. Just before, now he doesn't have to give them money, I guess, because he's like rich and made it. Like you can mm-hmm. support me. Give enough. Just maybe, before I left with the tour. Maybe he has hey. to give more money now. So. Oh yeah, that's right. 
we ignored you, but uh, that comes at a price. Uh, yeah. We're going to be parents to you if you don't give us money. That's right. And he's like, no, <laughs> I will do this. <laughs> <laughs> Just before I left for the tour, my daughter was taking a picture of my face with her phone and giggling. What's so funny? I looked at it and saw. And it's a picture of uh, Hiroki Goto with like really sour lemon face. Like he's eating like the sourest, most sour lemon candies mm-hmm. you can possibly imagine. This girl was laughing at something like this when she was trying to ignore me just the other day. I guess you can do all sorts of stuff with image editing software these days. It's tough being the father of a daughter. Oh, bullshit. So he's saying... Finn. That... By the way, he ends this with Finn. <laughs> he does. He's such a nerd. So he's saying that his daughter doctored the photo that looks like him doing that. And uh, and I do want to point out, too, that he mentioned something along the lines of, like, that... Um... <laughs> I just found his uh, diary to be very amusing. And um, I would like to point out that, that we are, Luke, the 154th most popular wrestling podcast in Japan. <laughs> Right now. So, hey. and Goto is the 155th most popular wrestler. So, <laughs> look, this might not have had the uh, "I will do this" moment, but this is another winner for me. I just, it was I just kind of, it was good. I, I'm not sure Goto's the kind of guy that I really dig having a beer with or something like that. But Goto definitely is one of those guys where I will read all of his diary entries that come my way because I just I I just need to know what this man's going to say next and how he's going to say it, and it's just absolutely incredible. So the man can t- tell a story. Maybe I'd read his book is what I'm trying to say. Maybe. Oof. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like his book would be derivative. <laughs> yeah, maybe. He gets a ghostwriter <laughs> to write it instead of doing it himself, and it's not as good because I mean, it's like – it's kind of that's always been my complaint is that he's derivative in general so you know what i i can i can just see him being like no i'm too tired to to write a di- uh, to write a book uh just publish all 400 plus of my diary entries into a, mean, into a novel there you go and like i his daughter is i'm Everything. sure way better than him in every way i just want to make it clear so well She's using photo software to rag on Goto. So already <laughs> me and her already Mr. Guy is just like I am on this lady's team for life. She's ragging <laughs> on the Goto's. It's all good. <laughs> her, me and Ian are the triumvirate of fucking with Koto using like uh you know photo right. editing software. So yes. <laughs> My name is Luke. I am your host of the Never Open Podcast, and with me is Mr. Guy. And uh, for the first time ever, it is a Mr. Gino Gambino. Say hello, Mr. Gino Gambino. Thank you so much for having me, guys. I am very excited. This has been a uh, a hard slog. We we finally got here, but I'm glad uh, I'm glad we're getting a chance to chat. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Open Podcast. The podcast open to everyone, especially our special guest. My name is Luke. I am your host of the Never Open Pod, and with me, as usual, is Mr. Andy. But hey, with us for the first time ever is 
Mr. Robbie Eagles. Say hello, Mr. Robbie. Uh, hello, Mr. Robbie. That's oh, stealing my shit. Man. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I listen to the uh I listen to the podcast too much. I know exactly what line to hit. Because <laughs> uh, Gino didn't say oh Mr. Gino, but uh Robbie you're like. We're gonna do Yoshihashi. Yes, it's his second diary entry that we've read out on the show. Uh He's, oh, he's used that. He's using the really sad alleyway photo again, Mr. <laughs> Guy. Have you noticed that? I did. It's just this, it's this picture of Yoshihashi in, a, in an alley, and he's just like, here I am by myself again. Yeah, in an alleyway. <clears throat> you're gonna, you're gonna get some of this uh, Yoshihashi sadness in the uh, email too, by the way. But uh, in the email, in the diary entry. So yes. We've been reading diary entries that Jay sends us, and this is another in our latest, and it is episode 165, The Other Side of Limitation is Admiration. Mm, okay. And uh, and uh, it is from March 15th, 2023. All right, here we go. One day, I went to a photo shoot. It was just me and Goto-san in the waiting room. Before entering the studio... I ate oatmeal with a little extra milk at home. And then you get to get to see a photo of uh, Yoshihashi's eggs. Dang. He's got a what looks like a mandarin. Looks uh, fucking oatmeal. delicious, doesn't it? Yeah. It's very neat. Um, does. I mean, like, I'd put some toast in there, maybe. Some Vegemite somewhere, some orange juice, I don't know. Bacon. That's just me. Anyway. Maybe because I drank too much milk. I suddenly started to feel sick and couldn't stop farting. While I was in the waiting room with Goto-san, I couldn't help but let out a loud fart. I'm done for. I stuck a glance at Goto-san out of the corner of my eye. No reaction. What? Don't tell me you didn't hear it. Then a little while later, he said, You're a great farter. Farting in front of us. <laughs> farting in front of a senpai is completely rude. But I couldn't help myself. A little while later, the same loud fart came out again. <laughs> this time he didn't pause at all. Not again, he said. Once again, a little later, I farted again. <laughs> That's amazing. Again? What's going on? Kota-san said. My farts didn't stop. <laughs> and the same power of farts erupted again. Then <laughs> Goto-san said, at least you've not got indigestion. I farted so much. <laughs> it could have been considered abuse, but Goto-san was very gracious. By the way, I like that like all of this started by a little bit of extra milk. <laughs> he didn't have extra he didn't have fucking beans with his breakfast or anything like that. He had extra it, milk and that set him up for the gallon? day of doing fucking like lawnmower farts or some shit. Oh my god. Back on March 6th, New Japan Pro Wrestling's anniversary show was held. After breakfast, I hope you didn't have extra milk, I felt sick but decided to go to my match anyway. Oh, I'm glad you did. It's your fucking job. <laughs> what, would happen, what would happen if I got a stomachache during such an important match? Yeah, you know what? Uh-oh. My fart. <laughs> uh, what would be worse, him him farting in, during a match or uh, Yo pissing himself? <laughs> <laughs> hey, they'd be on the same team. The tag match that happened at the same time. <laughs> As it was, it cleared up just before the match, and everything turned out to be all right. 
The match was very emotional, was a very emotional and passionate one. Even before the bell rang, I was able to successfully defend my IWGP tag titles against two of the greatest wrestlers of all time. That's true. It's a feeling I can't put into words. It was a day that made me feel even stronger and that I will wow. never forget my original intentions and will continue to move forward and do my best. What is he doing? <laughs> He's talking about wrestling. Yeah. During like this tour. <laughs> I know. Get back to the farts. Uh, during this tour, <laughs> we had a day in Kyoto, and I myself stayed in Kyoto for the first time in probably several years. A classmate of mine runs a famous restaurant in Kyoto that regularly appears in magazine features, so I wanted to go there if I ever had the chance. I invited to Yo. To, I invited Yo to go to the shop oh, with me. God, what a pair! Can you imagine <sighs> running across them in a shop? You'd fall asleep. You'd look at them and just fall asleep. Oh my God. You, one's constantly farting, the other one's running to the piss. <laughs> oh my god! I'm glad Goto, I'm glad Goto decided not to join them. <laughs> like, no, I won't do this. <laughs> Yo's just standing there watching Yoshihashi order a uh, cup of coffee with extra milk, and he's like, "Oh god, don't do it." <laughs> because and, and it was Yoshihashi fun. is watching him sip on coffee at all, and it's like, "Don't do that." Don't have any kind of liquids, yo. God, I know what you like. And, uh, yeah, because it was busy on the roads. Because it was Sunday, the roads were very busy, and we arrived later than expected. So the first thing yo did was go pee. No, uh, we arrived at the restaurant a little bit unsure whether we'd be able to get to eat, since the restaurant was probably crowded. Just when the first seating was over and the customers were starting to leave, we were able to get a couple of seats. Oh, riveting. Riveting. I know. I hadn't seen him in 23 years. And I got to talk to him over the counter. He probably didn't even know who I was. I gained about 40 kilos since we last met. So there's no way you could tell who I was. When we were leaving after dinner, I said, we used to be classmates. And he immediately recognized me. I didn't recognize you at all. But he knew that I was a wrestler at least. I'm glad to see my... Oh, oh so he, he, Yoshihashi's he not his real know. name? Oh, wow. He does know <laughs> I'm glad to see my old classmates are doing so well for themselves. I thought to myself... I'm not going to lose to my classmates. I'm going to work as hard as I can to be a success. And then you see a photo of Yoshihashi in Crocs, which is a big no-no for me. I think they're the worst shoes in, in history. And he's, he loves his man bag. He's got it over his shoulder again. Daggy yeah. ass looking shorts. And I guess that's the restaurant owner next to him. Yeah. And and I like he starts off strong and then he ends off boring. So uh, which – for, for us, reading it is just fucking hilarious because, like, uh, we can rag on the farts and then he gets really boring and we just rag on how boring he is. But, uh, well, he, yeah. he just he went on too long, you know what I mean? That's the problem. Right. It's like he, like you said, he was going strong, he was like, he had this awesome rising action. We got a nice little story about him Peaked and Dodo and farts. That's it, you're done, stop, <laughs> you know. I, if you want to talk about the match and talk about how much it meant to you, that's great. Just end it there. But no, he's like, oh, by the way, this guy thinks he's better than me. And he owns a restaurant. So I went there. I fucking showed up at his restaurant. And I was With worried. I was going to eat. I but I came in, in. And I was like, oh, you don't recognize me, do you? Oh, I'm a wrestler. Let's get a picture together, bitch. And that's what oh, happened. Oh, you don't recognize so, me? Yo, do your thing. And yo just starts fucking pissing everywhere. <laughs> He probably, he said, you don't recognize me. And the guy's like, no, I don't. And he just stared at him and just let one loose and farted. And he's like, I recognize that. So. 
the secret diary of Yoshihashi, aged 13 and three quarters. Episode 168. If only I could be in two places at once. April 26, 2023. The wrestling Dontaku tour has started. This year we're kicking off in Nara, traveling all the way to Kagoshima and end in Hakata. It's a long tour with a lot of distance to cover. It's also special to me since it will be Hiroki Goto's 20th anniversary in the ring. When it comes to these long tours, sleep is very important. I always ask for non-smoking rooms at the hotels, since I can't stand the scent of cigarettes when I'm trying to sleep. However, recently, I entered a hotel room, and as soon as I walked in, I was hit by the stench of stale cigarette smoke, even though this was supposed to be a non-smoking room. I thought it might have just been me, so I opened the door to the room to compare with the air in the hallway. Yeah, someone's definitely been smoking in here. I called reception. I would like to change to a non-smoking room, please. You are already in a non-smoking room, sir, the clerk replied. Well, this room smells like cigarettes. Well, this floor usually permits smoking, but we've ventilated your room, so we've classified it as non-smoking. Now, hold on just a second. You can't remove the smell of cigarettes just by opening a window. Have you smelled my room? I asked. Yes, it smells perfectly normal. I asked the staff if he was a smoker himself, and surprise, surprise, he was. Then, how can you tell whether something smells of cigarettes or not? Eventually, I gave up and went to sleep. It's not that I have anything against smoking, but if you ask for a non-smoking room, then you shouldn't have to put up with the smell of cigarettes, especially if you're sensitive to the smell like I am. The next day, I asked Ishii-san, another person who has a sensitive nose, and he had a similar problem with his room. When I told him about the conversation I had yesterday, he couldn't believe his ears. Ishii-san carries incense with him whenever he travels, and burns it when the smell in his room is not good. It must have been hell for Ishii-san last night. Next time, I will have to check more thoroughly about the room at the front desk. Lastly, the other day was Hiroki Goto's 20th anniversary. When we arrived in the venue in Tsu City, Mie Prefecture, Goto-san was already glad-handing. The venue itself was far from the train station, so it was a bit inconvenient to get to for fans, but many people came regardless. I asked Goto-san if it was going to be some sort of special ceremony, but he said that he hadn't heard anything from the organisers. Really? Goto-san won his match with a shoten, which was a sight for sore eyes. Katsuyori Shibata came to present him with some flowers afterwards, and Goto-san was so surprised that his eyes were as wide as saucers. Goto-san's children also came to the ring and presented him with gifts. Oleg, who was seconding ringside, was welling up with tears, and I saw Oscar pat him on the back to comfort him. It was such a nice and sweet atmosphere, and I was very happy to have participated in the match. It was a wonderful show. Congratulations, Go-chan, on your 20th anniversary. Now, on with the tour.
so first, like that that music went perfect. It it, <laughs> it was amazing. That's like a, 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 a chef's kiss. Uh, just just one like Kevin Kelly. Yeah. But let me let me get this straight, Mister Guy. Yoshi Hashi complains about his room smelling like stale cigarettes. But then rather than get the issue resolved, he takes it like a bitch, then goes to bed. Then the next day complains to Ishii about the same thing because he knows Ishii also hates it. And then says he knows that Ishii generally has incense for when this happens. So why are you complaining, Yoshihashi? The solution is staring you in the face, literally, as you typed that sentence. Staring him in the nose. Incense, dude. It's not expensive in Australia. I don't know if it is in Japan. Probably not. No, so get some, it's, like, it's the cheapest it's like way. It's the cheapest thing that. ever. Yeah. What? I don't know, man. I'm just saying, like, why, you know, if I was a wrestler, I'd 100% have, like, a travel for breeze with me at all times. Because I feel like you can't always wash your gear at every stop. Maybe you can when you got young boys, but I wouldn't have that. So I'd be spraying that shit down with Febreze every once in a while. You know, just saying. Might be a good idea to have that. Yoshihashi, you bust that thing out of your bag, spray it all over, and then you won't be killed like Laura Palmer. Watch, Watch out. out. Smash, Smash out. out. Legacy. Legacy. My, My dream. dream. We're, We're gonna, gonna climax. climax. Whoa. I was born in the ring. I was born in the ring. Time. Time is now. Break out. Hey. Break out. Hey. No. No. Winning. Winning. Hey. Hey. Lock up. Ready? Ready? One, two, two. Shot, shot. Oh, Just five guys. No money. Who's making it? Break out, break out. Hey, hey. Or can they Break out, break out. Hey, hey. There's one. I was going to go in the ring. Almost done, almost done. Oh, shit, oh, shit. Okay, I, I, I stopped here, I stopped here. I stopped here, I stopped here. Whoa, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Break out, break out. Hey, break out. Hey, hey. Wait, wait. I was born, born, born. In the ring, ring, ring.
Riff Chumpy got no reason. Riff Chumpy got no reason. Riff Chumpy got no reason to live.